News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Dangerous and irresponsible. Those are the words uh, used by NATO to describe Russia's decision to move tactical nuclear weapons into Belarus. Paul Rogers, Emeritus Professor of Peace Studies at Bradford University, uh, joins us. Paul, uh, how significant is this move by Putin? In terms of strategy, it's not particularly significant because uh, obviously Russia has nuclear weapons elsewhere, including a bases quite close to Ukraine. In terms of politics, it is significant because it's just upping the ante. Um, Russia basically had nuclear weapons effectively in Belarus through until the end of the Cold War, and then they withdrawn into Russia itself. So it's returned to the situation, what, 35 years ago. But in the current context, of course, it is seriously upping the ante in terms of the possibility that nuclear weapons could be used in the Ukraine war. And that is why I think there should be a lot of a focus on this. One has to accept, though, that the United States obviously has nuclear weapons at several countries in Western Europe, uh, and indeed may well be reintroducing them into Lake and Heath, which is the British base where they were until I think it was 2008. So it's part of an onward process of, if you like, slow, steady nuclear escalation, which is being heightened by the problems in Ukraine. And as that, I think it's a matter of very real concern. Mm, the TASS news agency reporting uh, th- this morning, Paul, I don't know if, you're, if you've, it's only in the last few minutes, you may not even be aware of it, but uh, that Russia plans to complete coastal infrastructure needed to host nuclear submarines in the Pacific uh, Ocean. Is that the same thing as you're talking about, kind of ratcheting up of, of pressure by Putin? Uh, it is in a way, but that's part of a longer term process. Yes, I, I saw this just a few moments ago, very recent, but essentially uh, Russia already has um, strategic nuclear weapons operating out of submarines, both of this based on the Kamchatka Peninsula and also uh, in northwest Russia. Um, that is fairly standard, just like the United States has them, mainly on the Pacific coast. But what Russia is doing is adding uh, basically a, a system called the Poseidon nuclear armed torpedo, a long range port torpedo that can go many hundreds of miles. And that again is, it's an ad- addition. It's an indication that all the hopes and plans for getting moves towards a nuclear free world that came in the wake of the end of the Cold War are basically turning around. Uh, the United States is obviously upgrading its own weapons. Britain is with the uh, new uh, submarines that are currently being built. Uh, and Russia is absolutely as well, as indeed are the French, as indeed are the Chinese. So in other words, the period, particularly in the 1990s and early 2000s, when things looked rather better, mm. that now is sharply in reverse. And although the numbers of nuclear weapons are not growing hugely, uh, we're still talking about a total nuclear arsenal for worldwide of about maybe 13 or 14,000 nuclear weapons, of which probably two-thirds of those are operationally available. Uh, that compares with over 70,000 at the height of the Cold War. But even, you know, even 1,000 nuclear weapons could do worldwide damage. So we're still in the age of huge overkill. Uh, we are now in a process where things are actually getting rather less stable and, frankly, rather worse, and Ukraine is really adding to that. Paul Rogers, Emeritus Professor of Peace Studies at Bradford University. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.